This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Wisdom and Creative. Lisa does it all. Yes, please insert applause. Yay! Thank you, Lisa. You are doing the most amazing cover arts, and I especially like the one for Dave you drew, and I, I don't know yet which one he decided to go with, but they are two different covers, and you are amazing. Thank you for hashtag podcast cover art. You are doing amazing work. And also, I know you're under a lot of pressure right now. Craft Revival is just around the corner. That's like three days. The panic is setting in. Maybe for all those 150 local vendors. So I would like to say, go and check that out. Craft Revival is happening. This is amazing for Thunder Bay. We have a lot of local talent, amazing people, more than talent, and they're all coming together and they're having this offering and everything is online this year to be safe. Also, Lisa will be there and there was a little, little, little tiny hiccup with the Christmas cards, those six beautiful Christmas scenes. My background on my phone right now is the uh, Algomer uh, Bay Street area there with all decked out Christmas stuff. So that's beautiful. You can go and check her out at westmancreative.com. And we are hoping, well, last I talked to Lisa, she said she is hoping to have those cards as soon as possible. And if you need anything else, like a beautiful portrait of your wonderful better half, because I know you are, you know, you are probably like me and have a better half, yeah, you can get that done. She does it for you. She has her unique style right here. Thank you so much, Lisa, for all your help. We love you. And now off we go into the episode. Logan. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Yo. Wow, what's that background noise? Holy oh, Moses. Just, just my stubble. <laughs> I, are, you, are you itching your beard? Yeah. <laughs> it's a new, put that on the soundboard. Ooh, that's your no your mustache in November? You you, you doing this? No, I just... Ah. <laughs> you should go a beard. Uh, yeah, there's many things wrong with that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, well, we are waiting for our special guest for tonight. Uh, This is episode 88. Very special guest in the house. And, um, oh, you just texted me. I got to get back to him here for a second. (laughs) 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 So uh, just hold this conversation, Logan. You you could do it. I'll talk with myself here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, it is I. Uh, the one with no beard. Yes. Oh, and there is Dave. Dave is here. Ta-da. Dave? I'm there? Yeah. You can hear yeah. Hey, so Dave, Logan, Logan, Dave. Hey, how's it going? I can't see you, though. Mm, I know, I know, I know. It's, 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 we, no. don't, we don't want to see people. Oh, really? We don't do that? <laughs> <laughs> not on this I have show. something in my teeth you never know <laughs> all that spinach yeah 
<laughs> okay, let me do the quick introduction introduction here. Well, this is episode 88, very special guest. Mm -hmm. We have Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas is with Salt and Pepper Catering. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Dave. Thanks for having me. Mm. <laughs> How, how's how's your day going? Uh, it's been busy. Yeah. It's been like a 6 a.m. start to um, to right now, and uh, I got to go back afterwards. It's just it's just one of those days, you know. Yesterday, yeah. tomorrow won't be like that. It was today, and it, you know, add in uh, a podcast, and uh, it makes for a full day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's a pretty full full day. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. It's just it's been Thursdays have been like that the whole month because we do takeout on Friday and. Uh, mm. We got a couple big jobs in the go, a couple last minute orders, and boom, all of a sudden you're just working nonstop. So, ooh, gotcha. You, you, you like that when you're just like nonstop? I like it. You know what? I like it when I, I, uh, I'm a bit more organized. Like I know what's going on, but you know, we took a couple of last minute ones, so it's a bit of running around, but you know, it's, mm -hmm. so I, I won't complain too much. I'll just smile and say I like it. <laughs> Please, sir, give me another. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, I, I noticed now the first thing hmm. I'm going to bring up, of course, today is the pizza. Yeah. yeah. So what what happened with the pizza now? The, the pizza on our takeout? Yeah. Well, um, I, you know, I figured it's a Italian menu. So it's about time that pizza showed up on that menu. And uh, I worked on it for a month and, and got the whole thing down. What works good with our ovens that we have there, because we don't have an exact pizza oven. And um, decided to go with it. And uh, it's been popular. So this is week two. And uh, we sold just as many this week as we did last week. And um, it's going good. So I'm happy with it. Mm. Yeah. Nice. And we added soups in too. So uh, people were just like, cool. uh, good time of year for it. So, um, you know, now we got soup. Pizza, pasta, salads, dessert, and uh, we got the whole takeout thing going on. So it's kind of, you know, just kind of keep reinventing it because of the state we're in, because the catering, what it mm. used to be, because groups of people are, you know, not allowed, and that's catering. Right. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big takeout guy now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to change what's that's going like, on. Mm. So. We're enjoying it. It, it, so it does make for a long one the night before getting ready for it. But whatever, mm -hmm. you just happy people are ordering from you, and um, and they're happy with it too. So. Very All true. Yeah. Ooh, and those meatballs. <laughs> the popular one. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I love them. Yeah. Okay. Good. So you got to. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't catch that. You got to get a pizza now. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I tried last week, but I, you know, your cutoff comes so quick when, when you're involved with the days and it just goes by, right? I know. <laughs> it, it's hard. I saw it and I was like, this looks like really good pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And uh, I heard good things about it. Good. Okay. Well, that's good. We, we make good dough and everything is always top notch. For whatever ingredient it is, we just want to use the best. And that's how the whole thing goes. So, Gotcha, yeah. takeouts, so we just want to separate into our own little thing and i use the ingredients that i use which i believe are the best ones and uh make it as fresh and as last minute as possible 
Um, right. Yeah, that's what I think separates us. Mm. That's quite a balancing act. Yeah, it can be, especially mm. really busy. When it gets busy, it's a. T- it's, yeah. I have to say it's a bit easier now because we changed the system. Like people are ordering in advance, whereas in the old days people would just come in with their own containers and that kind of thing. Uh, we didn't know how mm-hmm. many people were coming, so you know we'd have ten staff there ready to dish as quick as we could. But now it's all pre-ordered. It's ordered online. And um, I like it this way because it's more controlled. And I know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when four four or five o'clock hit and everyone's coming in for dinner, all those orders are coming in at once. I make all the pasta at the last minute. And um, their order is put together like just with 10 minutes to go kind of thing. Wow. It's a little bit hectic, but so. No, yeah, for sure. Pasta, so, you know, mm. that's how we. Yeah, it's, that's fascinating. <laughs> wow, I, I love pasta. Pasta is good food. Yeah, good pasta. Mm. <laughs> Do you, so you have yourself thirty six hours, right? Because the cutoff is on Thursdays. Is like at one o'clock or something Thursday, like that. Yeah, Thursday at one o'clock, and even sometimes that's pushing it. We would we would like Wednesday at one o'clock, but we'll go with Thursday at one o'clock. And uh, so, yeah, we put it out on Tuesday and it goes till Thursday, which um, hmm. that's enough time to, you know, figure out what you want. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. there's always some people that want our, our last minute, but what are you going to do, right? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? 30, 36 hours and you can call or you can uh, order online. So Joe Q at Sensia made us a, a cool online ordering thing and it just kind of changed the game for us. So. We do lots of that now. We're going to do some Christmas stuff with that. Probably do a Christmas dinner takeout. I think it's like Ooh. just like the Thanksgiving one we did, but we're going to do a Christmas one. Ooh. What, what's what's going to be on the menu? Uh, well, it's going to be like, a, you know, like a traditional turkey Christmas dinner. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the plan. And because uh, I don't think I'm going home for Christmas this year, so I might as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Christmas this year will be uh, different. Yeah, a little bit different. Yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> okay, so Dave, you did this, You this is happening since 2006, is that correct? Salt and pepper, yeah, April 1st, 2006. So that's... Uh... April the 1st, and that's not a fool's joke. No, no. We didn't have any jobs. <laughs> uh, right. We just happened to open that day, but the, I don't even think the phone rang, so... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, what's that? Is that 14 years? Uh, 13? Yeah. 14? Yeah. 14. All right. Well, we're going to have a party mm-hmm. at 15 then. So mm. so April 1st, 2021, will that be 15? Can you do the math? I would say so. Yeah. Logan, Logan is better in math right. than me. Logan. Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do this. 21 minus 2006. Yeah. Pizza party. <laughs> pizza <laughs> okay so how did this all happen you why how come you started a catering company uh well i did catering when i, uh, when I was younger younger as in like 2021 20, i did it for about a year at mm-hmm. a company in toronto and i always i always liked doing it and um so i always no matter what restaurants working i always said i want to start a catering business start a catering business and um eventually i did so i mean the more you think about something the more it's going to happen and then eventually that happened. And um, I just happened to find this particular kitchen because there was an ad in the paper for it. And um, it worked out well there. 
So um, yeah, I, I just like the I like the the idea of catering because it was like so there's something always new on the go, something always a new location. Whereas the restaurant just mm-hmm. you know it's good, but it can get old after a while, especially if the menu isn't changing and stuff. So uh, I like that world. Mm, because uh, there's no hmm. dining room in a way do you mean that's what you well mean? i like that you can uh there's just you're always doing something different in catering whereas in a restaurant a lot of times you're cooking the same menu and it gets yeah. a little bit repetitive after a while with catering and running a catering business locations all the time different logistics different people the whole thing yeah that makes sense i, li- I like that about it don't get me wrong i love restaurants too that's all i ever did Uh, up until salt and pepper but with this it, it's pretty cool so i enjoy it okay and why italian food um you know that just happened like i never thought it like that as far as the takeout goes i never even thought of that beforehand a, a, a lady approached me nancy rissenden approached me years ago probably 2009 if i would do a fundraiser mm-hmm. and uh for her son uh tyler And she called it Tyler's Takeout. We did it. She sold like 500 tickets and it, everything went great. And then I got the idea that I could do my own takeout. So that's how it started <laughs> from there. And then I also saw what other places were doing in town as well, right? Because the halls do takeouts too. So I thought, well, right. I can try this. Like God knows I need the business. So let's give it a go. And um, But let's just use, you know, the best tomatoes we can get, the best pasta we can get. And let's make it, you know, with the best stuff. And um, that's the route I went. Mm. And I uh, got busier over time. Like, it certainly wasn't, you know, what it is now back then. But it's changed a lot, too. You know, to get people right. to show up on the Keller North, um, you know, on a Friday afternoon, the food's got to be decent. So, <laughs> although we. It's I don't true. know if you guys have ever heard of it, but we used to do a Wednesday lunch, which uh, people used to come and eat in our kitchen. And uh, uh, we set up a buffet. Oh, cool. It was a $10 lunch. And uh, we used to do it once a week. And we'd have a ton of people come every Wednesday. So a lot of people had you know, heard of us by the time we started doing takeout. Pasta mm. so that's how it started. So- it wasn't like this passion for... Uh, I mean, I love pasta. And I've cooked it everywhere I've been. But it wasn't like what i'm going to do it just kind of happened yeah it's not it's not that you bike a lot and you need all those carbs <laughs> all the time right <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so help us to understand what does what is the difference between a good pastor and the, the best pastor and uh a, a no-name pasta um you know well it, it's a, it's a flour that they use and and uh, you know the mm. the technique they use in making it so i i don't we don't make pasta we don't make the pasta there um nor do we advertise that we make the pasta but we buy the best pasta from italy and i feel that that is always in it honestly it didn't doesn't even matter which brand as long as it's made in italy with me it i'm always seem to be happy with it and um you know i just started with the new spaghetti today and it's really fantastic so and i can't remember the name offhand but um Yeah, I, I just go, I just, whatever the pasta is, as long as it's made in Italy, I'm happy with that. I just find that a lot of the ones that are made in North America are, you know, um, they're, they just look white. It looks like bleach flour and, and stuff, and it just doesn't have the same flavor. 
Mm, gotcha. And there's a difference when you cook it too, mm-hmm. right? It's, it has a firmness to it. Like it's fir- firmness, firminess to it. It's not mushy <laughs> or, or, or whatever, right? It's not, it's not gummy. It just has a, has mm-hmm. a firmness to it that, that we like. And, and of course that flavor to it as well too. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I have to admit, I really like spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti and, spaghetti and meatballs is good. <laughs> Did they eat in Germany? Like tradition? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's a, it's a meal. You know, as a kid, I ate a lot of raviolis, actually. Yeah. Because it was like my mom, we have three kids at home, and, you know, it was easy. Yeah. And at least that's my memory. It's probably not to the extreme that I remember it, but, you know. <laughs> But ravioli's in there somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you, my mom my mom is a great cook and I grew up like eating a lot of different food. She used to even make um a rabbit. Yeah. And it's just like she cooks it in this big actually there's a special pa- uh, pot for that. Mm-hmm. It's like super long and super high. Right. And then um it's just the meat was just fall off the bone. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like wow. It's like just it's it's just like your meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on Instagram, right? Yeah. So you you have a lot of uh, pictures of items. Is this does this mean you switching up the menu weekly? Uh, like on Salt and Pepper Instagram. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's there was a point in time where. Um, I, I was taking a lot of pictures of the passes we were doing. And um, so I was posting that all the time. Um, but I kind of got away from it. So even though we, we do change it weekly, but I don't always take pictures and post it on Instagram. Because that means mm. organized. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I have, to, <laughs> I have to be making it on Monday to have pictures ready. But a lot of times I don't make the menu till Tuesday. And then we're prepping on Wednesday pictures just fall to the wayside so um yeah i used to do a lot of that pictures too when we started doing the and uh uh, skip the dishes i was doing a lot of pictures because uh had zero business Mm. and uh, i had time for pictures (laughs) i got you yeah okay with with covid you mean with covid yeah so generally there's no time and i really don't even think about pictures and i don't think about facebook or instagram or updating stuff um, because I just, I just don't think about it and, um, I want to, and I, I wish I had somebody that could just do it for me, but I don't, but you know, sometimes it pops in my mind and do, and I, and I, I get some done and, or I make a, you know, I get a bunch in one day and then I'll, you know, spread it out over time. But, uh, yeah, I, I like putting stuff on there and advertising it and showing people, but I, I wish I did it more often. Mm. Yeah. How do you come up with your those recipes in in a weekly schedule? Honestly, just you, I, you just sit down in front of the computer and then just pick one thing and it leads to another thing, and um, mm-hmm. that's it. Oh, yeah. That's all there is. Just been doing it for so long that you just and then you just sit there and stare at the wall and then like literally think of each vegetable and each meat and each cheese and each pasta and then just put the whole thing together. And sometimes it goes real quick and sometimes it doesn't. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you actually cook it first before the time it goes out, right? Uh, the pasta. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, like the, um, say, say there's a picture on Instagram here about the salmon and dill asparagus bow tie with creamy lemon parmesan sauce. Yeah. So did you, you do you make this once before you yeah. cater it? Yes. It's just been made once in the kitchen there. Uh, we make it, take pictures, eat it. And that's all that its use was for, you know, and mm. that's done ahead of time before mm. the takeout. So is there ever too much pasta for you or are you good with pasta? No, really, I have to <laughs> stop, you know, the same with pizza, the whole thing. That's, mm. that's what's scary about yeah. it, it never gets old. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like an addiction. So, right? um, yeah, it's big. carbs don't make you fat. It's how much carbs you eat that makes you fat. <laughs> It's very true. But it's yeah. hard not to overeat on it. Like when we're doing this, when we're when we're getting yeah. that going and, and figuring it out, like we ate so much pizza this past month. It's <laughs> like you wouldn't believe how much pizza we ate. <laughs> like like how much pizza? Uh like like a truckload. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you gotta What's... try it out, eh? Yeah. But it was good. What's... We, we ate some lousy pizza and then we started eating good pizza and I just figured Mm. like i don't use a stone uh stone didn't work out for for us like you know like a lot of pizza ovens are all in stone and and i tried using a stone and it just wasn't working with my oven i needed and i'm using a convection oven so i needed something that was gonna uh i was finding that the top of the pizza was cooking faster than the bottom of the pizza because of the the hot air so Mm. i needed something to keep up so i ended up buying a, a steel stone and I'm not in the pizza business, so I didn't even realize that there was steel stones. Um, not that it's a stone. I'm just referring to it as a stone. But it's a steel, and you put it right. in your oven, and you cook pizza on it. And that's what I'm using now. And it works great. Well, I <laughs> bought a couple of them now. And um, yeah, you get a good brown crust on the bottom of your pizza, and the timing is perfect in a 500-degree oven to get a brown crust and uh, the cheese and everything nice and lovely on top. Wow. Yeah. 500 degrees. Yeah. Well, that's low for a pizza oven. Um, people might correct me if I'm wrong because I'm, I'm certainly no expert, but uh, it is like a pizza oven is generally a lot hotter than that. So, um, mm. but that's my mm. oven. That's what it reaches. So that's why I'm saying that's what I had to deal with in figuring out how to do it. But if you're eating it and then with the reheat, we're saying 10 minutes at 400 um, works perfect. And the, 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 the crust that, that we make, has just the perfect amount of chew. Like when you're biting it, it's not not uh, not bread like, and it's not rock hard, but it has a nice chew to it. Yeah, and you do Saturday pickup too, right? Uh, like pasta. Uh, yeah. Or is it just Fridays only? We used to do okay. to do it just once a month, but since COVID, uh, found our way and went back mm-hmm. to once a week for years. Okay, once a week, and then we switched to once a month because. There's so much catering to do. Um, but now, since there's not much catering to do, we went back to once a week. And we made the menu bigger. And um, it's pretty fun. And with yeah. ordering, like it's, uh, it's pretty enjoyable, actually. Huh. Yeah. yeah, online order is really easy. I tried it out once. And you know, it's just like, bam, bam, bam. Like it? Yeah, I did. Did you ask you about that when you finally met him? Uh, no. <laughs> you know, he, he, he um, t- we were... <laughs> <laughs> no he 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 we talked about sentia a little bit more. oh okay yeah i used to yeah sentia and he used to get very upset with me 
I know it's it's hard to pronounce that correctly.、Uh, and then he's like, "It's Sensia," and I said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask him where the name originated. No, actually, I don't know. Sensia.、Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, what's your favorite pizza? Um, good question. What's my favorite pizza? Something with goat cheese on it. Arnold's squash cream sauce and goat cheese. Like the the really stinky one? No, not really stinky. I don't like stinky cheese. Okay. I'm like a, one of the few and far between guys that don't like it. I just, I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me.、Uh, yeah, something like that.、Um, some,、uh, you know, fresh thyme or、um, with some garlic, something like that. Some a little this, just a little bit different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what would you pair it with?、Uh, beverage. <laughs> Whatever's cold. I'm not. A- oh,、um, <laughs> any kind of cocktail, really. Uh, you know what? Red wine is 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 fantastic with pizza. Like, the- what? Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Um, I don't know, but they, they work really well. Yeah. Hmm. Is it the cheese? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Or how,、mm. how the wine makes it feel? Who knows? Or okay, I don't know. Oh, oh, sorry. Go、Or、ahead. A glass of whiskey. You know that works well too. Like a proper twelve. Can you see that? Yeah, a full glass of whiskey.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you do amazing desserts too, right? Yeah, desserts.、Uh, we make them all too. So we make tiramisu,、uh, a, Bailey, a Bailey's cream tiramisu. tiramisu.、Uh, this cheesecake, lemon blueberry cheesecake, and a raspberry mousse, which is、um, uh, very addictive. So、um, you should those next.、Mm-hmm. Do you、Watch、have、out. to stay away from the bake shop area then? I do. Yeah, I love. love. <laughs> as soon as I get the taste in my mouth, I need to keep. I need to keep going. I just want to eat more. Like I love desserts, all desserts,、right. and I can't eat it. Like as soon as I see it at work, like in the morning, if we're, if we're doing something, I just want to go over and grab one. But if I eat like sugar on an empty stomach, I just go like haywire. So I have to like stop my. Slow down. <laughs> Mm. And I and another item I see here is a mini croissant sandwich. Yeah, doesn't get buttered enough.、So、we, Not we, enough. Sorry, what? And they're cute <laughs> and they're fun to eat. And、uh, yeah. I'd like、yeah. to see them get ordered more. You know what's funny about those is since we're talking about pictures, I've made those. Try to take pictures of the platters, and I just can't make it happen. It just looks like nothing every time I do it. So like I'm. Uh, a photographer in there to take pictures of mini croissant sandwiches. Like it just doesn't look what I want it to look like, you know. And I just figure it out. So、um, right, yeah. So that's that's like the opposite of fast food restaurants where you see the picture and then you open the package and it's like this doesn't look、no. like it. <laughs> and, and and yours has the look to it, but you can't yeah, capture it. Yeah, it just looks like a bunch of croissants, but I want it to like look like sandwiches, right? I, I think I just need to make it more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I have to do. You know, maybe I need to make the stuff stick out a bit more or whatever. But then I don't want to fiddle with it too much because it's an order.、Right? So,、uh, you know. So yeah, I got、gotcha. you. I got. I got to basically just make a tray of them and then give them to somebody and say it was photo shoot food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. yeah take- you know what? I think I would- 
start ordering those. Maybe the fifteen piece <laughs> trays for uh, for when you do a podcast, and then you guys can snack on those. Yay! Good idea. Sponsor. <laughs> it's us. Yay! That's it. <laughs> Sign you on. Right. Well, that'd be kind of funny, and then you can show people what food you're eating every every uh, night, week, whatever it is. Yeah, I. I All I, right, we'll go over that off here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So you do three different kind of pizzas right now? Yeah, we started with three. That we tossed that around for a while too, because um, there's not exactly a hundred people working at Salt and Pepper right now. So to make all the pizzas is a lot of work. Um, so yeah, we went with three kinds, and that could change week to week, and that depends on business too. If we start getting busy with catering then you might just have one pizza. But right now, three. Mm. Mm. I got you. Yeah. A little well, bit of variety. First week yeah. went good with it. So we went that way again this week. Yeah. So now with pizza, right? You Do you have that dough and you let it... I don't know. How how early do you have to make that dough? Um, I make it I make it the day before. So we make the dough and then just let it mm. rise and then um, knock it back and make it into those and then i let it sit in the fridge and then it rises again and then i just roll them out the next day okay do you, are you like the guy in the in the in this in the store and the kitchen where you throw around those pizzas in your hands and it's just like choo, 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 choo. i can do it but i i'm not doing it for these ones no okay. so uh i'm doing them all on a board just with flour so no i'm not i'm not but uh that is good awesome way to go <laughs> Is is there a, is there a benefit to throwing a pizza in the air that um, way? I guess it stretches it, you know, it stretches the night, doesn't knock all the air out of it, so you get a nice, you know, bubbles in your crust and everything. If you use a rolling pin, and I do use a rolling pin, but I don't find that it really does a lot, but that does doesn't hurt it. But a lot of people say it takes the it takes the air out of the dough and it won't rise as good. But I don't really have that problem. So mm. if that's part of the idea <laughs> and just stretching it with your with your hands naturally it's a great way to go especially with a, mm. the 12 inch ones like a couple of pushes on a rolling pin and i'm done so i go that way yeah, yeah that makes sense i can i can barely flip a pancake <laughs> yeah just need a bigger flipper i guess no no in the air right you don't you don't flip them yeah. in the air i do that all the time so what you got a lot of pancakes on the floor there. um no more on on the stove. i want to see a picture of morning <laughs> okay i will make yeah. them on the weekend uh... yeah um okay so now obviously next year you fully booked right because everybody's gonna get married Double next book. year yeah definitely definitely booked next yeah. bookings for 2021 in the catering world you're doing something wrong because like everyone canceled this year and it's just like madness next year it actually goes off next year right. otherwise we're going to be triple booked for 2022 <laughs> wow is is that like a thought where you have to see um to like expand a little bit um yeah actually what we're going to do in this situation for next year because uh we do catering at stepstone which is a wedding and uh we're going to build a kitchen there or equipment there and it's gonna be scary. right now we bring a trailer there every week but we're gonna keep all the equipment there and then the other weddings which are anywhere in people's backyards uh will be 
Yeah, that's so awesome. That's the expansion. Uh, I run the other. Susie would probably run the ones at Stepstone, and I'll run the other ones that are off-site with uh, more challenges. Yeah. Yeah. What is the, what is the biggest challenge in catering? Uh, like when you're off-site at a wedding, something like that? Yeah. Um, the biggest challenge? I always say, always say the number one, always the biggest challenge was getting enough power. Because in the beginning when you get there you have like this all the generator that you need but over time all the plugins slowly fade away to all these people that show up and need it for everything it's always always right, power you, yeah. whether people take it or whether it's underpowered and um you need it for some stuff or you want to brew coffee and there's not enough for you so it was always an issue and if you don't have that sorted out ahead of time like there's nowhere to go on the event day so um you need to have that figured out so challenge uh that um another challenge too can be the placement of the tent and where that is you know compared to where you are and where you're operating because the distance between the two for servers walking back and forth can be can be a challenge you know it's just you know and it's times change what is a challenge okay. too so i'm not narrowing it down to one <laughs> yeah yeah no that's good it's interesting to hear about that because you know I don't, I don't know about tents, those you know, from the caterers, it's a big tent. So they're never mm -hmm. connected that well, like in a backyard step zone, it's fine, but it's a wedding venue. Um, so weather is always an issue too, wind or, or rain, you know, um, that's, mm. that's part of the thing no, that no. I like though, too, is, is being outside on those weddings and, and, you know, you're constantly looking for problems that you can solve before they happen. And that's how it goes. Yeah, and you've been doing it now for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and right? like for the most part, like no, no one ever taught me. Like, like I never catered a wedding with somebody. Like I catered my first wedding on my own and, and figured it out from there. Like, like the the catering that I did when I was twenty twenty one, we catered for the uh, Richard Ivy School of Business in Toronto. So we did like the lunches and dinners for that, and then we did a couple of um, you know we would do dinner parties and cocktail parties in some people's houses and stuff. But as far as the big stuff and the weddings and everything. Um, I never did any of that until I just booked it and did it and learned from the mistakes and mm. just kept going from there. That's so, impressive. Yeah. And one, one of the biggest things to learn was, or to get myself off of was, um, cause in the restaurant, I always want to do everything at the last minute and you just can't do that. So the first couple of weddings, I was doing a lot of stuff at, at the last minute and I, there was no drama nothing ever there was no I, I don't have any horror stories but you know is is a push and stressful to get to the end but as long as you learn from it you'll be all right yes yeah you apply that yeah, knowledge then right know, so um there's a lot of things you can do ahead of time for success and that's what you have to do but um yeah you just have to think about it afterwards so Yeah, it's pretty cool. Over time, you just get good at them. And, and then um, I got away from the custom thing, and I just wanted to focus on the menus that we had. So it's trainable to for anybody that comes in that's working with us rather than doing custom stuff all the time, uh, which means I have to do it. <laughs> you know, because yes. <laughs> you're the one that went to the meeting. You're the one that, you end up doing it. Um, I just want to focus on a menu, a good menu, and execute that week in, week out. And, you know, your life just gets easier. And, and as long as the food is good and people are happy, it's all. 
Yeah, it thing. is. And, you know, obviously, there's a lot of feedback for you. So it shows it works. There's a lot of recognition. Like, Walleye's Walla Reader's Choice Award Best Caterer. It's like, just line it up. 16, 17, 18, yeah. 19. You've been, you've been Top Chef winner of 18 and 19. You know, you you 12-time Chronicle Journal Reader's Choice Award yep. winner. What? So pile that up. There's more. Yep. It's like 2009 new business excellence. And Nova, Nova as well, Northern Ontario business as well too, which was a, a cool oh, one yeah. too. So yeah, there's been yeah. quite a few. Top top 20 under yeah. 40. Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. You under 40? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they're then they're they're all awesome. Like when whenever that happens, so um, all those chamber ones, which is like which is like a huge buildup when you go on the you know the night of, because everyone everyone in your category is always good. So you know, best and you know, you got to table <laughs> people you know and everything. But fortunately, we haven't lost one, so it's they, they've all been awesome. There's four of those. And, you know, Chronicle Journal and, and Walleye, like those are awesome because that's all voted. Like the amount of people that like tick your name to vote for that is is awesome. So you know, appreciate any time yeah. it comes, I totally appreciate it. Yeah, it's beautiful to get that feedback yeah, from the great. community. So um, we're happy with that, and that's why it's on the front of the website. To uh, you know, if you don't tell people, they won't know. I like to show it. Hey, yes. So, and like, let's say there's an Oktoberfest in um, yeah. somewhere, right? And they call you up and say, "Hey, uh, Dave, can you throw an Oktoberfest catering? Is that something you would be like able to do, or would you be willing to do, or like another culture yeah. event?" What, no, what, if what, if what I had some saying? guidelines on what they, you know, what they want to do and everything, like I'm, I'm no Oktoberfest uh, expert, but um, you know, be ideas and everything and certainly i can execute and and uh come up with stuff too and and do something it would be cool you know yeah it's 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 pretty much just like half a chicken sausages and (laughs) if they want to change it somehow they might i've never made a pretzel so uh you know that might be that might be pushing (laughs) Mm. then you you will have to eat a truckload of pretzels first and then you'd be good i can't remember the they had pretzels there and then they were good but i I can't remember who made them um but they were great oh yeah years ago now like i don't it must be six seven years ago at least maybe eight yeah i have the old oktoberfest uh jack from 2015 oh yeah giant i've never been that this Mm. one was at cle that i was i'm tempted to go to the sleeping giant one because i hear it's Impact. Yeah, you be you be a good guy holding that shine forever because you 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 make right, all that I pasta. Can <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's all you have is just steins of beer, which uh, you know I knew that I knew that everyone drank beer there like obsessively, but I didn't know that you couldn't get like that's all you can get. Yeah, yeah. Beer. What the heck? But the beer is great though, so. Uh, Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You went right beer. Like that's kind of a young thing. Like, do you start drinking it? Like, say at twelve, fourteen. 
Um, depending on your dad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Officially, you are allowed are to you? drink it with sixteen. Yeah, yeah, mm. because wine and beer is okay with sixteen, and then when once you're eighteen, you oh. can drink the hot stuff. Yeah, it's like it's. I I like it because you know you are you get through it and then if you get through it and then you are like you're done with twenty one or twenty two. There, you know, and it's amazing when I was there. Um, all, all that drinking and the amount of people, the amount of dudes, and the amount of people that were drunk, and there's like not one incident or fight or anything. And it wasn't just one night there. I was there for multiple nights, and is it? Everything went well, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like if it's in North America, it's just like a mess at the end of the night. <laughs> People just want to have a good time. Like, there's no problems whatsoever. Pretty cool. Problems whatsoever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it could be. I'm sure... Hey, I'm sure there oh, is sorry. problems that sometimes, but at least not when I was there. So they impressed me in my little window. Yeah, they stop you when if you try to carry out the Stein. You know, because it's so big, it right. doesn't fit in the backpack. And then you walk slowly down to the gates and then they stop right. you and say, no, no, no. And you can't stick it up your shirt. They're going to notice that. Uh, kind of funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, or in your later hosen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Logan, did you have any other questions for Dave? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we cover this, but where did um, the salt the and pepper come from? Um, it's, that's... Good question. Yeah. I it it came from. I was just always thinking about what the name was going to be, and I was living in Australia at the time. I lived mm -hmm. there for a year and a half in Sydney, and I was walking through the Pitt Street Mall, and I saw salt and pepper on a line of dishes, like like you know household dishes. They were they're just salt and pepper, and I just liked the way it looked mm -hmm. and sound and you know like the, and I said that's gonna be the name. That's it. That's all there was to it. And then oh, okay. it didn't have, you know, as far as the logo went, that was just, I just wanted that kind of font and that kind of look. But the name, that's where it was. So in, in Australia, they have a line <laughs> of dishes called salt and pepper. And that's where it came from. Yeah, it just, just worked out. Interesting. How much in advance did you see that name? and then? You um, I guess that would have been 2000. Uh, Three and then, so probably three years. Yeah, because then I came to Thunder yeah. Bay and then I worked at a restaurant for about a year and a half and then started. Forever. So, which takes you to 2006. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you also have like a favorite dish? I don't know What's if I have a favorite, favorite dish. Grilled cheese. <laughs> Grilled cheese and pizza. Grilled um, cheese, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't narrow it down to one thing. No. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the aforementioned items um, or a, a good ribeye steak. Yeah. Oh, nice. Now, what, what do you think? Oh, sorry. Crazy expensive for a ribeye steak. Hmm. But... What do you think about pierogies uh, on pizza? I think it's great, and I because uh, okay. I don't want to uh, go in on that market. But I think yeah. uh, I think I I've had you. I've had it uh, locally, and I think it's awesome, and uh, it's a great pizza. Um, Eat locals one is what I'm talking about, and um, it's killer. 
Yep, I never would have thought that unless I lived in Thunder Bay because I don't even think I had a pierogi uh, until I came to Thunder Bay. So uh, especially not on a pizza. Yeah, it's true for me too. You know what is another one about Thunder Bay? Uh, and moved here is some uh, beef on a bun. Hmm. You know when you go to a shag and or whatever, you, and you have beef on a bun. Oh, yeah? You know, not just a shag; it could be anything. And you have beef bun. That's such a Thunder Bay thing, but it doesn't mm-hmm. get mentioned very often because when I started catering, someone called up and they, and they asked me if we make beef on a bun, and I'm like, like just like you want beef on a bun? Yeah, I just like <laughs> I didn't realize the procedure. Like beef on a bun is mm-hmm. you know in a broth and it's warm and. Uh, have it with mustard mayo and horseradish yeah. and I, I just didn't know <laughs> but i consider that kind of thunder bay i certainly in mm. toronto i never had it growing up or anything you know so um yeah i had to actually research it and at the time i was working with um at george's market and i asked them about it and they made it and then i went and <laughs> researched what it was <laughs> like okay so you you cook a beef roast, you slice it thin and put like a, you know, a French onion beef broth in it and uh, reheat it. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. No, I, I like, I mean, I've been here my entire life and I never would have thought. Yeah, like, you know, like, it, doesn't, unique, it doesn't sound you know? like much, but there's a bit of a procedure to it. And then uh, we just worked it out for what we do. And now we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll mention beef on a bun to like somebody that's, you know, like a, like a friend from, from Toronto or my family and they'll you know it just you know you know what you know what it is but you never refer to it as that right yeah <laughs> beef on a bun but anyways yeah. it's kind of my... yeah it's it's it just like, like a sausage, sausage on a bun. bun we just never like I don't know never refer to it like that kind of thing but yeah. now we do pulled pork on a bun we do everything on a bun <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's good. Yeah. I love bread. Every <laughs> Every... Jesus, Michael, you're in your carbs, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, I buy yeah. it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I posted this picture on Instagram where I'm next to the sauna on my bike spinner and somebody thought I was actually in the sauna biking. <laughs> Hot it, it's a thing. Do you... Yeah, yeah I, know. I got you. Do you have a sauna? Sorry, say again. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a sauna. I think. Mm. Oh, did it? Okay. It came with the house. Yeah, yeah. Are you correct about yeah. that all the time? Okay. Uh, isn't it sauna? Oh. Granted, sauna. He likes to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. On... Yeah. That's exactly what I say too. I say whatever. But uh, I say something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's the yeah. place where you sweat a lot. You know, yeah, you know, when we were looking for houses, oh, I've really? never seen so many saunas in people's basements. <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've never seen anything like it. So. Uh, so, did you buy a house with a sauna or did you start like a no, 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 because. Well, what we yeah. what we were finding is that there was a lot of uh, mold damage oh, right. from houses that did have saunas oh. from improper I, installation. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that could happen. So, that... yeah, yeah, we got like a separate fan for oh, it yeah? and where it is. 
Yeah, because of <laughs> all the humidity. Yeah, as long as it's properly vented, you should be good. But a lot of places, it was just, right. <laughs> uh, I guess, no ventilation yeah. there. So. Get the camera okay. Like, since I can't see you guys, I'm basically just staring at your names on the screen. <laughs> so every time you it's so romantic. Every time Logan speaks, I look at his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do the Idiom. idioms. It's time for the All idioms, right. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, who, who wants to go first? Oh, here I was thinking you're taking charge again. Mm. You saw it wrong. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, so I heard this one a little while ago, but it's you can bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it just it basically means like, yeah, you can bet your last right your last coin and it's going to happen. So it's like a, it's like basically just saying it's a short thing. Bottom, boy, these the word bottom. I don't know. I guess they used to put mm. money in barrels or something. I don't know. Yeah, I thought something else first, but you know, no, it's it's not your <laughs> money on your ass uh, or anything. You know, dollar. Yeah, you know, say, and you don't really think much about it, but you so, know what it means, but. When you're asked like what it means, you're like, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, and again, no, that I've stated that many times. It's like we know what they mean, right. what they actually mean. We don't actually know. <laughs> um, so this was originally used apparently in 1856, oh, yeah. and it's an American saying. Bloody American. Yeah, <laughs> everything's about money. Yeah. All right. Well, I I can't. Uh, you know, it's a good saying. I know what it means, but I can't really um, you know articulate it very well. I can't really articulate what it what Sorry? it means, but I do know what it means. You know, birds in it bottom. Oh, the bottom part yeah. gets mm-hmm. gets me. I'm not quite sure about the the bottom part. So what's your, what's yeah. yours, Michael? Oh, okay. Um, uh, du bist ein Erbsenzähler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Let's translate this word by word into English. It says, you are a pea counter. Like the the pea, the, the green vegetable that goes into pasta dishes. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you think yeah. that means? If somebody counts You're a lot a of peas, what does that mean? Um, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a great job. Is that... <laughs> does, it, does it mean like they worry about everything? Like it's it's good. Yeah, both thoughts are actually really good. Almost bang on. It says, uh, if I translate it into the proper meaning, it means you are very nitpicky. Hmm. Okay. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So don't count those peas. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, and I, that's I all I had. One, actually, uh, pot calling the kettle black. Shoot. Pot uh, calling. Say it one more time. Black. I've heard this one. Like, oh, I've, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I've heard this one, but it, 
No, I'm not familiar like, with it. Like, I've heard it, but I don't know what um, it means. I used it the other day, actually. Um, I don't know if I want to explain conversation was, but when someone says that, like, uh, um, I don't know, like, when someone's a you have something, but they're they're that as well. Mm. It's the calling the kettle black. Yes. Yes. So it's it's a proverb because kettles were usually black uh-huh. because they were used on fires. So it's saying that the pot <laughs> is calling the kettle <laughs> black. A, well, they're both black. That's fantastic. Because I didn't have like a that makes you know, sense definition for it, but that's that that's awesome. So it's like a hypocrite? <laughs> Basically, kind of. So uh, this is coming from the dictionary. Used to convey that the criticism of a person aiming at someone else could mm. equally well apply to them. So That makes that easier. Yeah. How about... Yeah. Um, no, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Too many cooks spoil the broth. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do yeah. they though? Yeah. I just want one cook looking yeah, after yeah. the yeah. one oh, broth. Yeah. Hopefully, he makes broth good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what? Is yeah. It? There's like there's a bunch like that. It's like too many hands in the kitchen they- or or in the pot or something. Yeah, with money too, what? right? With money too, there's one where too many working, too many hands in one yeah, yeah, yeah. cash registry or something. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's like well, one chef will think it's yeah. More or they say too many cooks in the kitchen, right? They all just kind of we say, we up. use that term all the time. Like when we show up at a job and there's like yeah. oh, you yeah. know ten people trying to run the show, we just too many cooks in the kitchen. So you just try to find the cook that yeah. knows the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You it's those true. at the church jobs where you you go in, there's all everyone's in the basement, and they're all you know running around trying to be the number one cook, but they're all doing the same thing. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> yep. It's hard. Okay. Uh, do you have another one or was that a um, few sayings? Those are my best ones. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were good. I love them. I, yeah, I really like <laughs> the that one. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay then uh let's let's, let's do some space news <clears throat> yeah so uh space news this week we got four astronauts they went officially to the space station in the crew dragon this was the first time that nasa pretty much catered out the space flight to spacex yeah. did you hear what i just said it's awesome right <laughs> and they are going to stay up there till April. Cool. Oh, nice! Wow. Yeah, and also, you know, astronauts don't wash their don't they don't they can't shower, so when they have to wash their hair, they mm-hmm. pretty much just wet it really slowly, and then that's it. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. I don't know how that's going to go after a while, but whatever. Yeah. That's the reality of space, yeah, right? You don't, you don't want water everywhere in the equipment. <laughs> uh, on 
Other news that are Elon Musk related this week? Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got the Tesla Gigafactory in Berlin, right? We all know that's happening. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start hiring in January. Guess how many people will work at the Gigafactory uh, in Berlin, Dave? I'm going to go with Sorry, um, uh, 9,000 people. Ooh. Is it? That's, that's really cl- that's close. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, seven thousand. Too bad they up that in Thunder Bay. Wow. wow. Yes. You know that could have been really cool. I know, right? I, uh, yeah, we don't. We have. Yeah. We're starting to see superchargers now. Is it true that Elon Musk is Canadian? So, so uh, you, don't, you don't hear that very often. Yes. Yeah, he's a really? he's a dad too of multiple <laughs> kids. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he has one with Grimes, yeah. the artist. And then he has <laughs> twins, and then he has another one. Yeah. Oh, boy. How does How he do, do it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's a busy man. A very busy man. Okay. Uh, yeah, on, on other news, on Space News, real quick, mm. we... Um, the... I, this is one is for Logan mainly. Uh, pickup truck sized asteroid came less than 300 miles from hitting Earth. So the asteroid Ooh. roughly was the size of a Ford F 150. That's very specific. It's not a Dodge or it's not a yeah. Chevy. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. And it's less, and it flew by, and it's just 300 miles away. And this is actually a record for the closest known wow. asteroid to fly mm-hmm. past. Wow. Was it an extended cab or a crew cab? There's more and more. Yeah. Is it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did did they name it the F-150 asteroid? (laughs) Six foot Uh, box or eight Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Michael. You got to know this stuff. Yeah, okay. I will get back to you on this one. (laughs) Yeah. Um... And supposedly the ISS is getting uh, a Russian lab installed in April as well. And they're preparing Ooh. the space station for this new arrival. And it's been long delayed. Mm. While we are on Space News, before I wrap this up and give it over to Logan, Dave, if you could go mm. to space, to the moon, and you stay there a day, you'd be safe in your spacesuit. You can bring one burger. Or you would go to the bottom of the sea and same thing, you would be safe. Where would you go and why? Um, I think I would choose the moon. I think I would choose the moon so I could look back on Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very popular I, uh, it's It's, sure. it's intriguing. Uh, you know, I'd like to be at the bottom of the sea, too. That'd be pretty cool. But I think I would go the space route mm-hmm. and look. It looks like from the moon. It would, it would be no, pretty it's, cool. It's, it's super cool, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Uh, one more thing real quick. The a Tesla holiday software is now out, okay? So you, the fireplace and the oh, Christmas yeah. music, you can play that in your Tesla right now. <laughs> Tesla? <laughs> in your Tesla. <laughs> uh, isn't that dangerous? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Whatever. <laughs> Very, very tongue in cheek mm. there. Yeah. 
Oh boy. And that is All it right. for me. I will give it over to Logan. All right. I got a I got a couple space, space news. Space here. news. Dave, say space news. Um <laughs> good. Perfect. Um no, so uh, apparently Texas astronomers are reviving an idea for what? ultimately large telescope on the moon. Um so this is actually pretty fascinating. Um about well, NASA originally had this idea, but then they shelved it due to, uh, I guess, data and technology not available at the time. But So now they're trying to re- revive the idea of putting a telescope on the moon. And f- from what they talk about, it would just be massive. Um, and what they're trying to do is look at the time, like at the even beginning, like the very beginning of the universe that they theorize that it's even mo- older than 13 billion years. And they're just trying to figure that out. Uh, um, so what they're going to do, it's not going to be a, a normal telescope. So it's actually going to have a metal liquid lens that will be swirling all the time uh, to keep that consistency. So it would be reflective and allow it to act like a normal metal one. Um, and that would actually reduce the weight considerably for it to be traveled to the moon. What? Yeah. Yeah, so the telescope's mirror would be a spinning vat of liquid topped by a metallic and thus reflective liquid. Previous liquid mirrors telescopes have used mercury. Uh, The vat would spin continuously to keep the surface of the liquid in the correct paraboloid shape to work as a mirror. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and it would they would install it inside a crater on the moon's north or south pole to study the first stars, as it would be staring at the same patch of sky continuously to collect as much light from them as possible. So oh. the moon is actually tidally because it's tidally locked, and it wouldn't it doesn't I don't think it really spins like normally because it's tidally locked with the Earth. But anyways, if you put it on a poles, it doesn't move. Yeah, so we talked about before. And what? why does it not spin? It's just the way the gravity is interfering. I think it's from the sun and the Earth are affecting the moon's gravity. Oh, pretty heavy. Oh. Is, um, it, yeah, it is. Is, is. is the moon actually coming closer over time? That's a good question. Like it does, like so. It's not a circular pattern. It's it's more oblong pattern, and it's just it goes out and comes in. It's, well, I have I'm no speechless. Idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this this is actually pretty fascinating. Um, so I'm just trying to find that part because I think there's actually because there's a time in before, so they call it the elusive population three stars, is the theory that there was an even earlier time when the galaxies did not yet exist, How did they, but when individual yeah, really stars were first out formed. Just by mm. beyond me. Why well, make people... <sighs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's smarter people than me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but how do you narrow it down? Um, so, like, okay. Hey, like I don't what think do they can say they cannot say it specifically in years or one hundred yeah. years. It's just more it like a time frame, right? Like... Yeah. So these stars would form about thirteen billion years ago and would be 
likely tens or hundreds of times larger than our sun. Yeah. So yeah, they're just trying to look. So it's it's fascinating because they're trying to look into the past. Yeah, I, I, by looking at the light. Uh, yeah, by looking at the light. Because how light works. Yeah. Right. Because the stars that we see are actually in the past, and we're receiving their light because they travel so many yeah. hundreds light you can't, years. Can't almost get to a point where you just can't fathom it. Like you can't yeah. wrap around the idea of. Oh, I know. I know. So, so here's another mind blowing thing. So, you know, yeah. how you're always taught that there's something, yeah. there's nothing faster than the speed of light. Mm. Well, there is, well. it's, it's the expansion of the universe. So the universe is expanding faster than light and we see via light. So as the universe is expanding, mm. we can't even see it because the light hasn't reached it yet. Like it's like it, to me that like this this huge circle <laughs> that just keeps going and going and going will never. I think it's amazing that they as long know as the that. universe expands, we'll yeah. never be able to see it fully. Yeah, like I, I just that's, that's yeah. the part you just don't yeah. get. Like it's I'll, I'll just take your word for even. it because. Uh, I... <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you can you can look it up, but yeah, it's it's there. Cool. Yeah. Um. So here, so here on Earth, back to Earth. Um, you remember, remember our buddies at Boston Dynamics. Yeah. So they sent the Robo Dog into the sarcophagus of Chernobyl to map it out. Yeah. Uh, deployed to survey radiation levels in the exclusive zone and identify hotspots. Mm, and. <laughs> he's dead. Uh, yeah, he's dead. No, I guess I guess it's I guess it's part mapping and part testing out this spot. Um it doesn't really say anything. This is where the nuclear uh Okay. The, um, okay. And so yeah, what are they trying to occurred. figure out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just trying to see if there's any more active hotspots from it, from the the event. It's fascinating. And mapping it all out. Yeah. So I thought that's a good, well, I mean, if we sent a human out, basically it'd be a human with a GPS <laughs> stick going around and then they'd wait till they die, right? So now we're mm -hmm. using basically AI and robots to figure it out. Yeah. Um, Oh, you're going to say something, Michael? Yeah, I, I, I don't know where I saw the article during the week, but regarding this whole thing with space, another thing that throws me away is when you mm -hmm. would leave the Earth and your bodies are all 16 and you travel by light speed somewhere away for yeah. about a year or two, mm -hmm. and then you come back with the same speed, your bodies will be 55 or 65 years old. But you are, but you yeah. are still 16 or 17. So it's yeah. just like, it's all about... It's like, what? But then everyone left on Earth would be different as well. What do you mean? So everyone on Earth would have aged differently as well yes, from you. Yes, yes, yes. Not just your bodies. So it's... No, no. so you in the spaceship aged, right? And you come back and you're 52. Well, the people left on Earth would be a completely different age or dead. Yeah, if I, yes. If I would be gone that long, yes. 
Yeah. Because of how speed and light and time and all that stuff. Wow. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah, and then there's uh, spaghettification <laughs> too as well. Spaghetti. As you're being, as you're being, as you're being ripped apart by a black hole, time mm, right. alters differently as well. <laughs> Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. It's literally called. It's called spaghettification. The the process of you being ripped apart at your atomic really? level by the sheer gravity of a black hole. Yeah. And it's completely different. So if you were going head first, your head would be ripped apart at different levels than your feet would. Your feet would last enter it, and your head would be stretched out over so many miles would, before your feet even yeah, got. Would there. you feel it? Uh, maybe, <laughs> but I'd hope you would die before you even got there. <laughs> but I mean, like, if your feet go in first, because the, of the time dilation, would you would you see your feet mm -hmm. floating away, would, and you'd be like, I would guess, oh yes. shit, yeah. Again, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, all right. So less depressing news. Um, <laughs> so the the Virgin Hyperloop has successfully completed its first human passenger test. Um, so this I found interesting. So they have Virgin Hyperloop has set up a 500 meter test track, which is about 1600 feet long. Um, and they were able to test it out. Now, this thing is a magnetic rail, and it accelerates to 172 kilometers in 6.2 seconds. Yep. And they were able to do it, and they were able to get speeds up to 1,200 kilometers an mm -hmm. hour. Yeah, there's no contact. It Well... I mean, there's still no, no, it floats. Contact, yeah, yeah, by magnets. So there's, I mean, there is, there is friction involved. Yeah, but there's, it's little. not metal on metal. Mm. No, we have um, those in, it's in funny Germany. They're able. Oh, that's super mm. cool. Yeah, so it's making it almost silent, and it almost reaches the speed of sound. So can you imagine that thing hitting and making a sonic boom? <laughs> uh, the train is here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be insane. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was pretty fast. Yeah, they're building one from Calgary to Edmonton, right? They're trying to build one. Oh, that's that'd mm. be cool. And then they are very popular in Japan too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, cool. That's the way of the future. There. Okay. It. Yeah. All right. Dave, did you have any no, uh, scientific, no scientific facts this week guys. you came across? Paired <laughs> with uh, scientific facts. <laughs> no, it's all good. Okay. Uh, if I ever came I, back, I could, you know. Yeah. Give, given the chance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. We, we always give chances out every time. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> no, there's like a couple articles that I came wow. across that I couldn't I couldn't interpret them properly because I didn't even understand the article because of how crazy the the sciences or whatever. What's, uh, who, where are those articles from? Regurgitate it to make sense. Um, oh, I... So it's usually like it's snippets. It's just like they just show up on my phone, and I guess my phone has learned that it's oh he likes science stuff and he clicks on it. So yeah, 
Um, and then I actually go to a really neat website called IFL. IFL. Okay, cool. I love this space news stuff. News, it just so. blows me away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's fascinating. Just the stuff that comes yep. out. Mm. Yeah, we're so small. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, then we are good. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dave, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm just gonna do this spiel out of this episode, and then you right. can have the chance to tell people where they can find you and everywhere. So this was episode 88. Very special guest today, Dave Thomas Thanks. of Salt and Pepper Catering. <laughs> and it's up to me. It's up to you now. Like, uh, yes, nice it, now it's, it's all you. I'll be quiet finally. Oh, uh, you can, but or you can tell where people uh, can find well, you. We're and at then they can place Street the order North, for next week, right? Which is um, um, just off of Northern Avenue and one street below Vickers. So that's that's where we are um, physically. Website is um, www.snpcatering.com. And uh, yeah, we have all of our stuff on there menus and prices and contact information yeah i gotta say that too instagram, yes Facebook, and then you're also on instagram um, salt pepper tea bay not not salt and pepper salt pepper there you tea go okay cool yeah i will i will tag you and then people can find it i appreciate it thank you so much for being on the podcast tonight yeah. Okay. Talk to you yes, later. Uh, have everybody a good night. Bye. Yeah, you too. Okay. Cheers.